0: everybody. It's time for some radio trivia. It's episode 164, which doesn't mean a whole lot these days. But with me this time, we have a recovering Jonathan Metz. Hello, everybody. Hey, Johnny. Thanks for making time to record
1: with me tonight. Oh, I got nothing but time. I'm a little short on energy, but uh, we'll, we'll make it through.
0: Yeah, so it's a pretty standard episode. I, I picked uh, several uh, listener requests. Um, Johnny is in the dark. Usually. Yeah. Uh, he picks a couple of games, but... Uh,
1: I'm also loopy on pain medicine, so <laughs> who knows how this is going to go. It's all gonna yeah, go. Well, yeah, well, yeah, the that's
0: show. one reason why he didn't check, yeah. pick uh, any episodes. But uh, I think we got some good stuff here, except uh, I just realized that my songs are out of order in Winamp. What the heck? So uh, give me one second here, and we will start the first game.
1: familiar and yet a little different
0: this game has great music
2: yeah
1: Okay, Mike, hint me.
0: Sure. This series entry introduces what new means of recharging or special moves. Okay, Johnny, that was the third song. Yeah. Do you have uh, any guesses here?
1: You know, at first, I was thinking you were getting sneaky uh, and, uh, and, and double-dipping into The Messenger because it uh, recently had some DLC release, which would be an unusual move for radio trivia. Um, but that just tells you how much The Messenger soundtrack sounds like this series, which I think this game is Blaster Master Zero Two yes you got it good job yeah um and it that that says a lot about why i like the music in the messenger because it reminds me of blaster master maybe but um this is not even the classic blaster master it's you know it's the the very recent um sequel by inti creates and um but i think it captures the magic of blaster master better than any game since the very first one um
0: i'd say better than any game
1: um it's definitely the best game in the series but it also i think just captures what i what i always liked about the first blaster master and what i always wanted the sequels to have even Mm -hmm. even the first zero is just too faithful really yeah um and and zero two i think just really expands that game and does some cool things with it um yeah
0: it's like they got you know they got their, their feet wet. I mean, it's weird to say this, because Integrates have made these kind of classic games for a long time. Yeah. Steam. I mean, it, yeah, I, you, feel, you play Blaster Master Zero 2, and it it feels like you're playing, like, a Game Boy Advance game. Maybe, like, I don't know, Mega Man, was it Zero Two or something? I mean, like, you know, I'm sure there's code reuse, it goes way back then, too, right? I mean, the soundtrack sounds like it could be on a Game Boy Advance. Oh, yeah. But, um... But, i mean this game has a lot of polish it's a really good game absolutely there's some weird quirks that always integrates has weird quirks in their games about just like the user interface but overall it's a great game I, I don't know if you have this problem but i found that like i kept hitting the shoulder buttons by accident and changing like what weapon i had selected maybe that's just how i maybe i just like have a death grip on my <laughs> switch or something but uh, yeah, I, you know, maybe if you're playing with the pro controller that's less of an issue.
1: Yeah, and I and I would have mostly, um, especially for this game. I, I I remember on this game switching a lot between the D-pad for the tank portions and then the joystick for eight-way easier eight-way control in the overhead shooting parts. Yeah. But yeah, yeah no, the, g-
0: the game um, it's more. Well, I guess the original is very exploratory too, but this one has a structure that's a little bit more like say. Um, Metroid, uh, what was the f- Metroid Prime Three? Maybe that kind of a structure where there are a lot of islands or lots of planets to explore.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, or Wind Waker, I guess you you could say. Lots of smaller places, but some of them you can go in. You know, you can go in things in multiple orders, and you'll find a lot of things that you might not be able to get to until much later in the game, and so. You know, it's worth going back to explore things. And there's a lot of places where it's pretty much a one-screen kind of special event area. You know, when it's not... It's like a bonus room. And and the nice thing is there are a lot of these places. There's just a ton of variety and a a very large quantity. And I still think the game has three or four really large planets that Mm -hmm. feel that feel like levels in the original blaster master, you know, at least as big as those, if not even bigger. And so, yeah, I think you kind of get the best of both worlds. You get a lot of diversity, you get a lot of small uh, areas, um, a lot of variety, but you also get uh, a few places that are really beefy and, you know, have a lot of cool uh, secrets and cool mechanics that they can thread throughout kind of a big cohesive space. So so the world design's great. The mechanics are are improved even from any of the other Blaster Masters, and that gets into the hint question, which is um, how do you refill your energy? It's by landing from from great heights. So they turn something that, like in a lot of classic games, is kind of um, you, you know is either totally silly like you can fall from any height and your character just doesn't care at all like Mario is, is like mm-hmm. that in most games um, or you can have the fall damage mechanic where you have to be worried about some kind of physics and um, and and this game still has that problem if you are out of the tank right uh, and that makes for some very tricky although mostly optional platforming involving doing the little tiny version the side-scrolling as the tiny Jason character outside of the tank, yeah. which is not it's not pleasant, it's, but uh, it's tough. It's uh, yeah, I, it's. It,
0: I, f- I feel like the game kind of redeems the mechanic a little bit. I, I think they do some clever things uh, with it. Yeah, and better. it's Certainly better than uh, I'd say zero one. Agreed. Zero one. Yeah, the, the original Blaster Master Zero. <laughs>
1: yeah, <it's, laughs> if you can call up the original.
0: <laughs> it's kind of damn, damn the
1: series. <laughs> it has a totally different rule set when you're outside of the vehicle, and they they there are a lot more places that have these small passageways where you kind of have to go through there. Um, but they also they let you teleport your tank through those like tiny passageways once you get to a, a checkpoint, so you don't have to be without it for that long.
0: I don't know that they do a good job of of uh, forcing you to learn that. Yeah. Um, there is one spot. That I think they force you to use it. Maybe it's an optional area, mm-hmm. and I had no idea. I went in circles <laughs> for a really. I didn't want to leave because I wasn't sure if all my frogs get lost. It's this long winding maze area, and eventually I was just like by accident happened to like come upon. Him. I'm like, oh, I guess in the original you could do that. That's right, and that's what you need to do to solve one of the puzzles. So I may be spoiling something there, but but if you're like me, you're going and banging your head in a while, Just remember that you can teleport your tank. To where you are, if you're at a save
1: point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, I mean, it's a pretty forgiving game for being, you know, an old school sort of hardcore uh, pl- shooter/platformer type thing. Um, I think the bosses are incredible, and uh, the music is is really fantastic. And and I do love the mechanic of recharging your special energy. You know, like your hover. You can use mm-hmm. it for hover, so certain special attacks, little homing missiles, and things like that you can recharge that from just falling from a great height which works really great with the jumping mecha tank you know kind of theme of the game and it and the and it works with how vertical the the level designs are um so even when you fall off and you miss a jump you kind of get a little bit back from it you know like if you use a lot of hover to try to get over a gap you don't quite make it okay well you land and you recharge a lot of the energy that you just used and it makes you feel like you don't have to go and do a lot of crazy stuff to regenerate it before you try again. yeah
0: it it, it doesn't totally get rid of the grinding but it makes it way less painful than in in the original where you could be like i'm out of fuel crap i gotta kill uh, a bunch of enemies just to feel my gauge yeah
1: and it it also just lets you use those special weapons a lot more liberally you know and it makes you feel more powerful uh it, it, it gives the game a very good feeling I, I'm surprised it's a mechanic I had not really seen before that I could think of and it makes a lot of sense and it especially I think works into the theme of this game with the tanks and the treads and the kind of suspension system that's been in those animations from the very first one
0: yeah uh, um, did you notice that like maybe this is intentional or maybe it's just the team they got working this in this very old school but I think I had the same complaint about the original. The, the, the writing, or at least the localization, is very stiff. Huh. Did, did that jump out at you? It just It's felt very... I don't things know. Things felt I... just sort of stiffly phrased or, or awkwardly phrased. You know, it's like a, a Saturday morning cartoon that is very awkwardly phrased or something. I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm just sensitive to that stuff. I skipped
1: through a lot of the writing. I think this game has <laughs> oh, too much go. story, <laughs> and the story's not good enough to be worthy of the amount of time that, that they spend on it. So, yes, I, I I don't have strong opinions about it other than I just didn't feel like it was worth my time. Yep, just wanted to keep playing.
0: Fair enough, because that's, uh, that's fun. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, the uh, composers... Uh, there are a lot of composers, actually, for this game. Some of them go by Handles according to their soundtrack, but uh, Hiroaki, Sano, Hali... Hali? I don't know. Ichiro, Kato, and... Haydn, uh, so we had four composers on this. Nice, uh, yeah, right, good stuff.
2: It is a great soundtrack. Great, good stuff.
0: All right, on to the next game.
1: Yeah, I'm flabbergasted.
0: Oh, I'm not sure it gets any better or any worse, depending on your perspective. (laughs)
1: was kind of cute. It uh, it sometimes sounded like a baseball stadium calliope or something like that. You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I kind of like that one.
0: Well, here's your hint question. Um, this game was bundled with two of what peripheral? So basically, there was a pair of them that came with the game. Huh. Thank you. Surely you know this game, Johnny.
1: Uh, (laughs) uh, (laughs) I am a little lost. I do kind of like that third song also. But um, yeah, uh, my best guess here is Electroplankton.
0: That's not a bad guess. It's uh, certainly of that era and of that branding this is personal trainer walking from the (laughs) nintendo ds wow requested by fifth generator very uh out of the box request i would have never
1: thought of it no kidding been
0: sitting in the box in in a queue for a long
1: time uh how did i miss that personal trainer walking has like a brian eno like weirdo synth soundtrack that's uh that is that's wild
0: it's it's a bunch of really small songs and just
1: sort of ideas. Sure. Um,
0: and there are three or four that are kind of like that first one you heard that were just
1: like, what the hell is this? I would guess it's mostly menu music because the game is mo- primarily meant to be played like closed in your pocket, isn't it? Yes,
0: yeah, so I, I think yeah. It's probably like okay, I'm gonna pretend like I'm in like Europe and then. <laughs> what? <laughs> like when you're checking your status right <laughs> oh okay okay yeah
1: <laughs> right right
0: <laughs> yeah no no it's gonna go on a loop while you're walking yeah. headphones oh my god um yeah so this was i mean they had a couple of different personal trainers and i remember i think you had the cooking one right
1: I did yeah I had personal trainer cooking it was very good um, lots of Japanese food which is kind of strange in a in a localized uh, co- digital cookbook I guess um, I ended up having to go buy a lot of special ingredients to make some of the uh, the, the recipes in there but there were some great ones a um, couple that I still make from time to time
2: mm. yeah.
0: yeah I these were pretty low budget games so I, oh, yeah. I imagine it wouldn't have been worth their time to localize if they had to come up with completely new recipes and yeah. you know, whatever test them out and stuff um this is a weird game uh that i guess it was released in all the regions um it came with two pedometers hmm. two because I, I guess then you can you can share uh them. share and and compare or something? Or combine
1: your I mean, progress, maybe? Wasn't there a thing where you're supposed to... Or maybe this was with You, but you could put the pedometer on your dog and and figure out how many steps your dog takes.
0: <laughs> I, I doubt it was this game. Okay. Um, but yeah, these paired up with your um, DS using infrared... Was there an infrared port? It says they're infrared pedometers.
1: Yeah, the DS... What? Oh, gosh. The, the Game Boy Color had one. It could be that the it... DS one? It, 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 did uh, the DS have infrared? That's going to kill me. I think it did. But if not, then it uh, probably was in the cartridge.
0: Oh, maybe. God, like yeah. That. I, I should have researched this. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. It's a weird game. It was also, I guess, one of like the only DS games that actually have me support, so you could transfer your me from the wii
1: oh from the wii over? oh that's cool yeah yeah that whole wii to nintendo ds connectivity thing they did they never did much with it but uh oh that's interesting okay
0: yeah hmm. anyway weird little game yeah. composer was yasumasa yamada i don't know it kind of has a warioware kind of sound to it i don't i don't know like the toy boxes like at warioware yeah, yeah. that's what a lot of the soundtrack kind of reminds me of yeah Anyway, oh,
1: quite charming. That's music. uh,
0: yeah. Well, I'm sure you hear all sorts of weird, random little things in the background right now.
2: <sighs>
0: yeah, I didn't even bother to like watch a video of this game. Sorry,
1: guys. There's probably not much to watch.
0: It's kind of a pointless game. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Stinks of Rare I like the stinks <laughs> it's just just coming off it in every direction Just confused.
0: Well, here's a hint question that um, probably won't help you too much. (laughs) (laughs) One of the main antagonists, uh, let me try that again. One of the main antagonists lives in a modified version of what old timey device?
1: Okay, uh, I, I I I don't have a good guess for this one uh, I'm going to go with uh, Banjo-Kazooie Gruntilda's Revenge for Game Boy Advance
0: Oh this is uh, too high quality for that Game Boy sir
1: I agree I agree
0: uh, But you, you're on the right track for sure this is Yooka Laylee for ah, the Switch. Of course Yes uh, requested by Andy Ellie, who requested a lot of games actually, a uh, boatload of them but yes, uh, so uh, this is a game I, I deferred on using because I figured I'd get around to playing it myself eventually but I just don't think it's going to happen, so here we go uh, this seems like a good time to use it given
1: um, there's a sequel coming sequels, yeah. there's a
0: sequel coming that looks uh, like it's up more my alley more, it's a uh, more of a donkey kong country returns type of a game um and also because uh banjo kazooie was recently well as of e3 was two months ago but (laughs) this is the first episode after e3 and and uh so yeah i figure this is well they're basically banjo kazooie so yeah i should have
1: i've not played ukulele but i should have figured this one out If you caught me on a sharper day, perhaps I would have. But uh, I I enjoyed that music. It was definitely reminiscent of Banjo-Kazooie, which is, I'm sure, what they were hoping for. They're definitely... (laughs) I
0: mean, this was trying maybe too hard to be Banjo-Kazooie. I mean, a lot of the, the criticisms and the reviews were basically like, it's just retreading old ground kind of a thing. Which, I mean, that was kind of what was advertised. So it's kind of hard to... To some degree, it's kind of hard to fault them for doing what they said they were going to do, which is like, basically, we're making a new Banjo-Kazooie, guys. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the, uh, Grant Cope, of course, uh, is the composer of Banjo-Kazooie games, mm-hmm. and uh, he was the primary contributor here as well. And he's a very charismatic guy, by the way, if you meet him in person. He's a, I have not he's had a fun the bloke.
1: Yeah, that sounds... Uh, I, I love that he's he's still into doing this stuff. I think he... Is he the one doing the remakes for uh, for Smash Ultimate?
0: Yeah, yeah, and, uh, I mean, he does. He's been actually quite prolific lately. I mm-hmm. think he did the uh, Mario and Rabbids game, and I'm sure he's done a whole bunch of other stuff that, on other platforms. Um, so he's pretty active. And the other composer was David Wise, who has also kind of come out of the woodwork. Like for a long time, he just didn't do any video game stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure what prompted him to start coming back. I don't, it seems like Donkey Kong Country Returns, or no? Is the sequel? It seemed like that was like a big deal. It was like one of the first games he had done in a long time. And I think he did like Snake Pass. And yeah, I think Tropical Freeze
1: songs, had him, whereas the first one did not. That yeah, the first one was right.
0: really, really hewing to the classic DKC tunes. That's right. Um, anyway, I mean, this game, if you are a huge Magic Azul fan, you probably already played it. And if you're not, I mean, I... I recently went back and pl- we played banjo Tooie for a little bit, and it's like, okay, well, if I want that experience, I guess I'll go play that some more. <laughs> but
1: Yeah, um, I, I think uh, I, I've played Banjo-Kazooie a little bit in recent memory, and it holds up better than I thought it would. It's a slick game, you know? Um, so
0: I, I think the original is probably better than the sequel, because I only own 2 It's and better the paced, just seems too sure. big. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think things are a little tighter in the original, and I only rented the original,
1: Okay, well, I played the ever-loving crap out of that first one. So I'm probably the target market for ukulele. I just, for me, it would come down to how much did they modernize it, you know? How much did they make it feel like, uh, like a new game, even though it's just in a style of something that hasn't been made in a long time? Um, my sense was that it felt like a game out of the late 90s, and that is not exactly what I wanted to hear, um, but it looks cool. I'm i I'm not I'm not against ukulele at all. So I'm glad they're making more of it.
0: Yeah. So one one of the bad guys is uh is Dr. Quack, who's I guess a mad scientist of sorts. Okay. Uh and he seems to I don't know if he's like permanently enclosed in this thing or not, but he's he's basically rides around this little gumball machine that's full of water. <laughs> like, so like it's like it's like a helmet, it's almost like an underwater Thing. but it doesn't make sense I mean if it was a fish or something it kind of would get that but for a duck I don't I'm not quite sure what they were doing there but uh, I guess I guess that's why they did it it sounds, sounds
1: sufficiently zany yeah
0: yeah uh, yeah so I'm looking forward to the sequel I, I don't it's not really even the price I mean I I'm sure it's on sale for super cheap here and there on Steam and the like but um, I, yeah yeah it, like you said, it's it's really is just like it's lifted from the nineties, is what I've heard. Yeah. Um, all right, we're gonna go to the next game. Okay.
1: That was kind of creepy. I'm, uh, I'm not sure I could put my finger on it, but it might be those kind of like uh, deep bass notes. Don't don't, and then a long pause. Don't
2: don't.
0: Yeah, it's um. I, I have my thoughts as to why this might, the soundtrack might sound kind of like this, but I'll I'll save it for the, uh, uh, for when we talk about the game. All right. creepy energy
1: yeah but also i i feel like i'm being trolled a little bit by this one so you have my curiosity that's for sure
0: so um in this game which fruit serves as the game's primary moving platform
2: okay
0: so you know a lot of games have moving platforms and this one that it's made of fruit. You see level design is, is what kind of fruit. Okay.
1: Sweet relief. Um, I am gonna <laughs> guess Burger Time, and the fruit is a tomato.
0: Uh, that speaks to the quality of that music. It's it's an interesting uh, adaptation. No, this is a uh, confusingly named Rayman for the Game Boy Color, mm. which uh, is I, I actually owned this game, um, and actually I thought kind of I have kind of fond memories of it, although. I did trade it in, uh, like a, I think it was like a three Game Boy Color game for one GBA game at one point. And I don't know if it was a good trade or not, but um, I got Castlevania Circle of Moon for it. it. wasn't, you know, not so bad there.
1: I want to say that Rayman for Game Boy Color was available on the 3DS Virtual Console.
0: Oh, maybe. I should check that out. It's a game I hadn't thought of in a long time, and I, I, at one point I tried to find it for Radio Trivia and couldn't find the soundtrack. But uh, Andy, Ellie, again, you requested a bunch of games, and I opted to choose two of them. Uh, he, he mentioned, it, like, oh my god, I haven't thought of this game in forever. Um, it is it is basically an original game, original platformer, mm-hmm. but it pulls like some thematic um, like locales, ver- very, very, very loosely locale based on the original Rayman, but I don't think they've used any of the level design. And from an aesthetics and music standpoint it it may as well have been called rayman 2 uh like the the game boy color uh version of the rayman 2 n64 and dreamcast games that's essentially the function it served okay um i'm not sure the exact timing of one versus the other it would would have been um, about
1: yeah because i mean rayman 2 probably came out for n64 around 98 99
0: yeah, it was a launch or near-launch game on the Dreamcast. That's okay. Where, where so ni- around
1: probably it. around 99 then. So yeah, that, that's yeah, Prime the- Game Boy Color territory.
0: Yeah. So I don't know. I had a lot of fun with it. I, I haven't gone back and played it. I, I probably uh, should dust off my 3DS and check it out. Um, if it really is on on the virtual console.
1: I think it um, is. And then there was one for Game Boy Advance, but that one. I, I think that one was a port. It was of the original. Right. Game, which is a, I don't like that game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and probably not a good port. I would guess to GBA from like PlayStation one and Sega Saturn. Um, probably kind Arena of a rough one port. was like a
0: PC game.
1: Yeah. Okay. But it was, it was on those systems too, though. I mean, it was like a, PA. I'm
0: sure it was ported everywhere. Yeah. Agreement two was ported everywhere. Yeah. Still is probably being ported to places. <laughs> um, it's a game that will not die. Anyway, but this is a different game. And, uh, unique game. The music is it's weird because it's basically I don't know if all the songs are from Rayman 2 but a lot of them were pulled from there. So hmm. uh, Eric Chevalier composed the Rayman 2 songs and these are adaptations very much down, you know, chip tunes down selects from, um, from that game. And so it results in like an eerie loss of fidelity. I mean it still sounds interesting but I, I think Stefano Palmonari was who uh, I don't know if he composed or just rearranged this stuff, and it, it makes for kind of some eerie and, and awkward songs. I mean, definitely. I, I think he did what he could. I, I the visuals in this game are pretty impressive, as I recall. So I wouldn't be surprised if they stole from audio processing to some degree to to give to other parts of the mm-hmm. you know the visuals or just you know basic gameplay processing. But uh, I, I don't remember this being a bad game. I, I certainly played it all the way through. And uh, as in Rayman 2, all, although it's more prolific in this game, the plums are, uh, serve as kind of the swinging platforms, and they also can float on the water for levels where it's kind of a floating platform down the river. Okay, sort of thing. plums. All right. Plums, yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's just a Rayman 2 in this game thing, or if that's yeah, like I, an all I don't Man really
2: games.
1: remember that carrying forward like into Legends uh, or, or the other one um, later on. So yeah, maybe that might just be for this one. Mm.
0: Yeah. I don't know. They're weird games. They have their own weird sense of humor.
1: Right? Yeah. It's very French. I like Rayman. I like the style of it a lot. Um, more so than the Rabbids for sure. The Rabbids are a yeah. little a little more gonzo, a little a little more violent and aggressive. Um, Rayman's very cute. It's very classic kind of character.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right, we got one last game here for you, Johnny. All right. also very chip toony but uh far richer than uh that rayman game definitely
1: more interesting
0: This game soundtrack has a lot of drive.
1: Yeah, that was manic. Um, Okay. All right. I I mean, I I, I don't know what this is, but I have a sense of what it's like, you know?
0: (laughs) I guess it's doing its job then. Yeah. Maybe it is. We'll find out. uh, All right. So here's your hidden question. So what is the name of the android ally that wakes you up from cryogenic stasis?
1: A guess. Uh, I haven't played this game, but my guess would be Contra Hardcore for Sega Genesis.
0: Ooh, that, that is a really, really close and good guess, but it is Contra Rebirth. Rebirth. For the Wii, okay. okay. Uh, which is very closely modeled after Hardcore, as I understand it. Oh, okay. Certainly, the, the Genesis esque uh, soundtrack you just heard is. Inspired by hard- hardcore. Oh,
1: certainly, yeah. Um, is w- is Rebirth on the Contra collection that just came out for Switch?
0: It is not. I looked that okay. up. Um, I did choose this because that game, you know, that that collection just came out. Sure. But no, the, uh, this game is. I guess there are a couple of Contra games missing. Well, this is a kind of a notable exception because this was on the WiiWare. I don't know that it was released on any other platform.
1: Yeah, I don't think so. And of course, WiiWare is. Uh, it, if, you, do, if yeah. you didn't download it to your system a few months ago, then it's gone forever. Um, so, Rebirth seems like a really good candidate to bring back in, in a kind of collection format. So, hopefully they'll do another another volume at some point.
0: Maybe, or it seems like they're holding out with it, doesn't it? I mean, maybe they're planning on selling it separately.
1: I don't, I don't know. I don't know if there's enough uh, desire out there for Contra Rebirth. or 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 ever was really i never even played this one um i played the castlevania rebirth which was pretty good but i just wasn't enough of a contra fan to to dig into a a WiiWare wear one um you know but i i mean in retrospect maybe i wish i had um especially hearing that it's based on hardcore which sounds like a nice evolution for that series um again i which uh, i never did play it but um it's the, it's the main game that's made me tempted to pick up that Contra collection because Hardcore sounds like they just made a lot of really good advancements that made Contra a little more grown up. You know, like letting you take multiple hits and having different characters with different abilities and just generally, I think you, there's even vehicles you can get into that like make it a little more like Metal Slug. Mm. So that all sounds pretty good to me.
0: Yeah, I don't know. My experience with Contra is basically limited to the Super Nintendo game Contra 3. Oh yeah. Which I think you I think you and I played it a little bit, but I had a, a a friend that had a copy of it. It wasn't a close friend, but I I played it with him a couple of times. I just never really It was a game I always wanted to like, but was so incompetent at I couldn't really play.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of memorization that goes into Contra, which is not it's well, not usually what and, I'm and, looking for
0: it's pretty unforgiving in terms of damage i mean yeah. it, I, I mean i think we were playing like is it always been a one-hit kill i didn't even remember this maybe i never realized it
1: as a <laughs> most of them are and that's why i kept buying. hardcore i think or the at least the japanese version of hardcore
0: and I, I guess i always want to play it kind of like gunstar heroes or something mm-hmm. where you can which is a very similar kind of a game but the more but accessible it's a little more accessible yeah. it's a little more forgiving
1: yeah. country rebirth that's cool we got a wii game on here a wii wear game yeah, uh, yeah. That's a. I mean, that with the, the file size limits and everything on WiiWare, um, you don't hear a lot of really good soundtracks on that platform. Um, but this was uh, you, this you know going for Genesis style, kind of like muddy, dun 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 like super bassy music. I it, it works. They pulled it does work. They pulled it yeah. off.
2: that's cool.
0: Yeah. So this one was requested by Eric, uh, A.K.A. Roy Koopa sixty four. And yeah, it's a good, good selection. Sorry, uh, didn't use it earlier. It's a, it's an awesome soundtrack. So it, it it's a lot of remixes of various other contra games. Sure. Yeah. Um, but in this kind of pseudo Genesis style, it was, oh, very interesting. Uh, Manabu Namiki as the composer slash arranger there. I don't think he did the Castlevania reverse, but. It, They're kind of sibling games Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways. So to answer the question before we wrap things up here, um, there was a robot that helps you out. uh, uh, Helps you out, I don't know. Certainly uh, in the the storyline, she um, wakes you up. And her name is Brownie. And apparently in Hardcore, maybe one of the playable characters is an android that's named Brownie as well. So that's another kind of callback too hardcore. Um, But I think they're distinct characters, just similarly named. (laughs) One has an IE, one has a
1: Y. (laughs) (laughs) Big difference.
0: Uh, Alright, well, uh, that's the last game here. Johnny, thank you so much for uh, recording with me tonight. Well,
1: sure. Thanks for having me, and uh, thanks to everybody who requested games, and um, you know, kept the show flowing forward and gave us a reason to sit down and record this.
0: Yes. I need help because, uh, I don't play that many games these days. So you can request games for this show at TYP at Nintendo world There's also a link in the, uh, uh, each episode page. So you can, I just fill out a form for that too. Um, and yeah, send, send your requests. Um, Maybe don't send 20 requests. <laughs> <laughs> but... Make it hard for but to send pick. a few. Yeah, it makes it tough to pick. Um, and it might take me another decade to get through all your requests. Or even half of them. Um, but uh, I do appreciate the requests. Um, and, uh, yeah, if uh, you're aching for more Radio Trip, you can always check out our old episodes. And if you're looking for other podcasts, of course, just to have our buddies over at Radio Free Nintendo and uh, talk Nintendo podcast and all that good stuff, and our YouTube channel, uh, all that stuff. So, check that out at NintendoWorldReport.com. Uh, with that, I'm just going to wrap things up here. Okay. Bye, everyone. Okay, bye bye. Master Master Zero Two is copyright twenty nineteen, Inti Creates Sunsoft. Personal Trainer Walking is copyright two thousand eight, Nintendo Creatures Inc. Ukulele is copyright twenty seventeen, Platonic Games. Rayman is copyright two thousand, Ubisoft. Contra Rebirth is copyright two thousand nine, Konami.